STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. All right. A full uh, 11 minutes after uh, we were scheduled to start. Waiting for you. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I was sitting in front of the computer playing video games, waiting for you to log in. What are you talking about? This thing's been going. Right. Right. What's the matter? Do? Put the kids to bed? What's the matter? What's the matter with you? I'm exhausted. Oh, boy. Here we go. Why exhausted? Uh, just another night with no sleep. So you think maybe it's time to check yourself in? Nope. I think we're okay. No, you're okay. I was a fucking wreck at work. Eh? Oh my oh, God. That was good times. Good times. Oh man. So tired. I should have just taken a day. Even though you had apparently slept the whole night before you were still narcoleptic until about 3 p.m. That was fun. That was fun. I apologize. That was bad. I'm surprised <laughs> I made it home. Can, what can we do to did get I, you to, to check yourself in? Did I fall asleep typing? Yeah. Oh, man. You're doing mouse stuff in your sleep. You're <laughs> clicking away at the mouse while you were asleep. Wow. Uh, man. I should have just taken a day. For why? You should have just told me to go home. Yeah, I did tell you. First thing. Just go home. Yeah, I said if I'm if this is the way it's gonna be all day, go home. Yeah. I'm a trooper, I stuck it out. No, I'm a trooper for sticking it out. <sighs> What's well, it gonna guys, take? This is uh STC Pod. Welcome if you've uh never heard of us before or listened to an episode. Uh, my partner, Bill, who's the other guy, uh, just uh, ridicules me and and, and uh, pokes fun at me at the entire episode. That's about it. Well, you mean if I try and save your life? For the, for the new listeners who haven't heard before, uh, we've had an ongoing crusade, me and a bunch of listeners, to get Joe to check himself in to a sleep clinic. Because uh, he can't stay awake during the day well, or at night or sitting in the car waiting for his kid or, or driving, driving. <laughs> Don't tell your doctor that though. That's a big no, no. Don't say that. I mean, going for a night, you have a little sleep in this like uh, mock hotel room where uh, they're just going to monitor what happens with you. And they're just going to let you know what, what goes on during your sleep. No I've, seen, I've seen those kind of movies. Bad things happen to you when you're sleeping <laughs> or when you wake up. Well, unfortunately for me, I've seen you sleep, so I don't think you have to worry about anything. You'll be out. It'll be no big deal. No big deal as I get my uh, pecker molested. <laughs> no big deal. And I mean, you're completely 100% hairless, so none of the, uh, you know, the sensors or anything will 
be tugging on your hair or anything like that. They put the sensors on your balls? Yeah, for me. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Put eight of them down there. I don't know. Well, you said hairless, so that's where I'm hairless. You're hairless everywhere, Christ. And uh, so they check you out and they make you healthy. You know, they fix you, fix what's going on. Cause I know you run to the hospital or to the doctor for every other little tiny thing that goes on with you. I got a little sniffle. I went to the doctor and then I got a, a referral for my neck and my shoulder. I only go when it's a legitimate issue or I'm in serious pain. And my wrist was sore. I don't go to the doctor for that. You're, I just you stop masturbating. So, you take so much medication. You're like uh, an 80 year old person with their uh, Monday through to Sunday uh, click box of pills there. Yep. yep. So it's just one more thing. Get this, and that might fix all that other stuff because you'll get full night's sleep if they fix your sleep. Uh, <clears throat> well, my wife got, uh, she bought me a mouth guard. So I have to, I have to mold it and then give that a try. Well, you like, said yourself, people can, sometimes the mouth guard works. You don't always need like a sleep mask. Yeah, but you need a professional to make that appliance for sleep apnea, not just any old uh, mouth guard. Why do you got to go around everything? You, gotta, you do the old go around. I'm telling you the truth. It's not like any old mouth. You got to, you got to warm it up and then you put it, it's like a mold and uh Yes. non-used mold that you put in your mouth and you yes. chomp on it and that's it. That's any old mouth guard. Exactly. They all do that. Oh, they I'm are. There. All right. Help me. People help me. Anyways, a sleep apnea mouth appliance, it'll lock your jaw in a certain position. Whereas what you're talking about is more to stop a grinding of the teeth. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> What's it going to take? What is it going to take? An accident? Is that what it's going to be? I hope not. Jesus. Yeah, me neither. Told you someone's looking out for me. Well, if someone finds out you passed out at the wheel, they'll yank your license on you. Then what are you going to do? Well, I'm just saying theoretically that might have happened, might not have happened. Probably not. (laughs) It's just a good thing they got those rumble strips in your neighborhood. Uh, so what did you do today, man? I texted you. One uh, day I text you. Ah, I forget where the hell I was. Anyway, I sent you a text because hadn't heard heard from you. Because you hadn't heard from me. What you got to hear from me every day now? Anyway, you thrifting today at one o five? Okay, so I was waiting in my son's parking lot. A full two hours before school lets out. Uh, hour and forty five minutes. Wow. So I had an, I had a nap in the parking lot. Uh, I told you that parking lot gets crazy. It's ridiculous. If I'm not there an hour before I don't get a parking spot. Cause these old fucks keep coming in. It's like all the grandparents picking up the kids and they're there super early. Cause they got nothing to do in their lives except read the newspaper all waiting to pick up the kids. And so <laughs> they rival your life. Yep. However, you are completely able to park and walk to the school it's a 20 minute walk it's not a 20 minute walk come on down the road hmm. well 
I have to park down the road a little bit and I walk to the playground. Hmm. No, you got to have it. So you're asleep in your car. So the teacher has to knock on the window and personally deliver your kid to you. That's only happened twice. <laughs> Both times I was editing our podcast. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder what happened if a cop came by and saw me doing that. Probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, lone male in a car. Lone white male car in, a, in an elementary school parking lot. Yeah, head down. Nothing suspicious here. Mm. Video games in his front seat. <laughs> Teen beat in the back. Yep. Sweet 16 in the back. Whatever magazines they read. Anyways, oh. yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was at the Value Village when you texted me. Hmm. And? Uh, no, uh, no video game stuff, but did find a couple, uh, collectible pieces, you know, collector items. Did you buy them? Yep. And as a matter of fact, when I was still walking around with these in my hand, <clears throat> the guy who I always see there, uh, <laughs> he, he snuck up in behind me and I just hear him at, at the side going, Oh, wow. You scored those. Wow, look at that. Good job there. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, you know, it's okay, I guess. It's pretty good. It's like, oh, I'm jealous of that thing. Good job scoring those. Whew. And then he walked off. Was was he there with his wife? I I don't think so. I don't think so at that point. He came sometime after I showed up. So and the things I grabbed were on a cart that had just rolled out the door. I just got it as it rolled out. So <clears throat> the one is, uh, is a, uh, like a desk mount microphone, uh, from the forties. And, uh, another thing is Amigo Batman coin bank from 74, hmm. you know, plastic kind. So I think those will, those will work out nice somewhere. Are I might keep, keep the microphone though. Looks I was nice. say, are you going to keep them or the microphone's pretty cool. Although someone, some dummy, it must've been used as a prop or something. Cause they, they spray painted like the, uh, the grill of it mm. with like a silver spray paint. Now they were smart enough to tape off the Chrome frame of it, but they spray painted the grill of it, this silver. So all that silver kind of got on the black, cloth that is in behind the grill yeah, yeah. so it, it looks weird I, I don't know it, it was probably used in a hmm. school production or something and sat in a prop house for years what do you think you can get for that meagle thing if it was mint mint which it is not it has it has fading and it's missing his uh, front crest was a sticker and that got peeled away if it was mint it'd be uh, 150 bucks no problem but in my condition, I think, I think it'd be reasonable to ask for 50. So, yeah. And you're going to do the eBay thing again, even though you had that issue last time. I guess I have to, what can I do? It's not, uh, it's not going to get any kind of, uh, business here. I don't think, and yeah, we'll update that. We'll update that story soon enough. All right. But I, I tell you this, this, uh, the value village thing, I'm on to what these dealers are are doing now and it's 
it's pretty disheartening to someone who's a casual goer to the place like I am. You know, I've told you, I've seen them in there all the time whenever I show up. I'm very random. And if they're there every single time I'm there, they must spend the whole day there, right? And I even witnessed them, a couple of them, like they get together and chat about this and that. And they now just, in between carts coming out, just sit in the furniture, in the furniture aisle of Value Village and just wait for the next cart and get up and check it out when the next cart comes and then just chill out by the furniture again all day long. And then even a couple times I went after work. So I'm there in the evening and sure enough, still there, still there. Is this every day or like every other day? I'm, I'm saying every day weekdays. I, I've never seen them on the weekends. Wow. I don't think Value Village does much, does much uh, stocking on the well, weekend. Let's face it. After working a hard week's work of Monday to Friday, sitting on a couch, they need to take the weekend off, right? I, again, I don't see how you can make a business out of the margins at that place. It's crazy. Well, they're probably living off the government. And then this is just extra scratch they make on the side. So what else do they got to do? They're going to uh, be sitting at home or wherever they live, or sitting at Value Village, just scrounging up scraps. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. The guy I always see there, it's not like he's uh, a hobo. He's He looks uh, uh, fine enough. Uh, looks probably better than me, because I, I look like a hobo when I'm in there. You know, quite frankly, I don't shower on my days <clears> off. <throat> I'm all scrubby. Why don't you just ask the guy what he does? Will you please do that for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting. It's a conundrum. What's going on there? When those carts come out, do the ladies pushing it actually mind that you guys look through it? I don't think they have much of a choice. They're uh, they don't they don't give very friendly looks while you're doing it. That's for sure. Um, there was a guy doing it today, and he was super slow. Oh my god, he was not into it. I tried to talk to him because the weird stuff that came out today was a ton of dark room equipment oh. for the last couple of days. It's been trickling out. And then today, even more dark room equipment came out. That's really strange. Is it being picked up? No, no one's picking it up. Mm. I was, I was tempted on, you know, the big square kind of clock timer that you see in dark rooms. Yep. That was there for like 15 bucks, but what the hell would you do with that? I couldn't pull it. It's just cool looking. It's just cool. It has all kinds of switches on it, you know, and I'm, it's a big analog clock face. Yeah, I know. Where would you put that? Where would your wife let you put that? No, I wouldn't. I, you know, I would probably end up selling it, but it's just a very cool piece. If I had a store, I would definitely buy it to put it in the store. It would, it's just a cool piece. And they had other like developer stuff, even some electronic kind of stuff for, uh, developing and stuff to mount onto slides. It's just weird. All this darkroom stuff that came out. And then the other day I saw them pull in from the back. One of those huge, you know, the huge cages on wheels. That's, you know, it's the size of, a of, uh, you know, like a skid, a pallet. 
pallet size cage, you know, that goes like five feet tall though. Back bottom to the top with uh, records, LP records, boxes upon boxes upon boxes of records. What person would donate? So someone just drove up and this stuff is shit. Let me get rid of it. The entire collection of value knowledge. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you have a huge collection like that, it becomes daunting to try to piecemeal it out. And then no one wants the whole thing. And well, if the price is right, you know, you don't want to be ripped off. I w- they've been piecemealing it out. They've been bringing, they brought out some, put like eight boxes of records out at once kind of thing. But I, I haven't found anything good. It's all like Chicago to, uh, you know, which is the shits. Chi Town. Right. And uh, what else was in there? Just, uh, just all crappy stuff. Anything good they thought they'd find, they'd put it in the glass anyways. Like there's an Alice Cooper record in the glass for 30 bucks, which is ridiculous. It's been there forever. Hey, you. That's uh, the Value Village talk. Of the- what about you? You want to say something? Or are you just going to belch the entire episode? Uh, I did the Value Village run today, too. What do you want to know? <laughs> good good conversation. This is this is that great banter everyone talks about. What do you want to know? Do you have a story involved with your Value Village trip? Uh, no story, really. I just picked up some games and that was it. I don't know if you want me to tell them or do you want to save it for like a pickup video? Is there anything exciting that you want to highlight? I don't know. Uh, Did you get a bunch of them? Yeah, I got like five or six. Were they cheap or were they uh, expensive? They were Joe price. What does that mean? Cheap or expensive? Means a hashtag discount. Oh, you had to do some price justification. I never said that price sticker justification. That's fine. You can say yeah. that. Oh, give me one second. Hmm. He's looking on his shelves. Right. What? What are you saying? I'm just narrating what you're doing. Uh, grab this one just because it was, uh, well, it was, a, ras- it was a wrestling game. Okay. It's N64 card. <laughs> War zone for the 64. You're making my ears bleed. I can make your ass bleed. <laughs> I'm a big thick cock. <laughs> I uh, grabbed this for the PSP. At least that's on tape, so I can go to the police. Well, that's one of them there Katamari games everyone keeps going on about. Me and my Katamari for the PSP. Complete. You'll never play that. Nope. I, I'll take that one. Nope. I just bought it because it was, I said Katamari on it. And I know everyone's into that bullshit. Well, let me take it. Uh, grab this one for 360 because I didn't have it on that. Where's it? Glare here. Mm, Resident Evil 5. RE5. I thought you didn't like that one. Uh, which one is that? Is it the one where they're in Jamaica or something? I never played 5. I got it on the PS3. And then grab the bunch of uh, GameCube games. So by GameCube, you mean Game Boy? GameCube, Game Boy. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's get going. No one can see them. 
Well, speak. I'm putting up the, the fucking um, camera. Yeah. Yoshi. Yoshi. You'll never play these, though. Yoshi's Cookie. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland. Oh, my God. These are top-notch Game Boy games. Super Mario Land. Hmm. And last one is uh, Wario Land. Wow. Someone dumped off some top shelf liquor. Yeah, right they're all uh, the labels are all mint. Like, what is going on? And they're all with uh, the plastic uh, case. Your plastic case. And what What was the going rate on those? Like, my value village would have put them at twenty five each, something like that. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh. Well, the most expensive one was I think twelve ninety nine, but I didn't pay that. So how did you, how did you not pay that? I just didn't pay that. What? Tell us, walk us through. Nope. I just say I'm not paying that. <laughs> hey, you've already said way more crazy things that would get you in jail than what, what you're about to describe. Come on. What happens when you go to the counter? You got to ask for the basket of these. She gives you the basket. Now what happens? I pick out the games that I want and I go pay for them. But something changes. No, nothing changes. So the, the the matrix changes somehow. What happens? Does she watch you while you're going through the games? Oh, yeah, of course. She's there the whole time. Yep. Nothing changes, dude. <laughs> okay. Can we, uh, I, I was going through my phone here, and I got all these point form notes under uh, STC pod recording in my note section here. I don't know what half of them mean. <laughs> um, so, okay. One is I gave you NHL 98 for the Genesis. That is right. confirmed, right? You finally gave, gave that to me. Gave it to you free. Mm. I gave you the bro price of free. There's, there's a ledger going. I don't know where we were at in the ledger. Well, it's free. But everything you give me, I pay for. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we just confirmed that. Um, there's another tick here. Bought game off of Bill. What the hell did I buy off of you? Uh, you did buy one of those DS games I picked up. I don't remember which one. Oh, the the Shin Megami something. Oh, the Atlas game. That's right. Okay. That that game looked horrible. Oh my god. We just threw it in so you could see what the gameplay was like, and there's zero gameplay. Listen. It's Atlas. It's very intellectual. Oh God, it was garbage. It was pages upon pages of reading and zero motion in the graphics. And you loved it. You still bought it off me. I'm like, I shouldn't have let him play this because this, who would want this? And I was like, give it to me. <laughs> did it, did anything ever happen in that game? Yeah. You end up traversing inside this uh, zone that's being run by some kind of force or energy and which is right. slow, slowly expanding to take over the earth. So you're, you're in there trying to discover a way of stopping it. It's like a big it, black hole. Well, yeah, sort of, you know, it's like another dimension within the space and, uh, you're walking through, um, underground caverns or something like that, fighting, fighting other creatures. But you wouldn't like it because it's turn-based. No, I wouldn't like it because you didn't do anything for about 40 minutes except hit the A button. All right. 
This is good. I'm clearing up my phone here. Gave yeah. Bill ice hockey for pizza. <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, you also, we had a tra uh, uh, a transaction where he gave me ice hockey for the Nintendo NES. Because you accidentally bought like your third copy of that. So I said, I don't have that. I'll take it. And I paid you in pizza slices. Oh, all right. That's what that one is. You were happy about um, this next one here is calling me cock when you give me coffee. <laughs> what the hell is that? Calling me cock. I don't know. I here do know. Go. Here you go, cock. <laughs> I know I brought you a free coffee every day of the week last week. And it was getting a little old. You called me cock every time, I think. Well, it was it was starting to uh it was starting to sting, you know, on the fifth day, getting Joe another coffee. Because you don't dare show up to work with your own coffee and don't bring one to Joe. That's that's a good two hours of the silent treatment right there. So I had to bring in two coffees every single day. So yeah, I was starting to get upset after a while. That's okay. Well, it'll all be returned. Well, uh, you said uh, you said you'd start this week bringing me coffee, but I don't know. Yeah, this week was a write off. Sorry, dude. Uh, and that's it. The last thing I got here is uh, Dylan concert tickets. I made a little side note here. Will this be another date night with Bill's wife? Are you going by yourself or are you taking the wifey? I haven't made any plans yet. Does she know you're going? Yeah, maybe. I was going to take you. Oh. But then I'd have to drive up to uh, Barry. Yeah. What would be the pr uh, the problem there? I don't know. I thought you might do another date night. Just like your, uh, I forget what episode it was, but it was the $400 date night. Dylan date night. It was episode seven or something like that. It was early on. Truthfully, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to take my daughter actually give her like a memory. I like giving my kids these big memories of growing up and, uh, That's take nice. her to a, take her to a big concert like that, uh, which she doesn't want to go to, of course, but <laughs> like it or not, that will be a memory she'll never forget. So that's kind of what I've been, uh, hmm. I've been, uh, juggling that around in my head. That's all right. That'd be nice. More daddy daughter yeah. time. That's what I think. Now I got to check if it's one of these, uh, a lot of his shows are 18 plus only. So I don't know if that still applies to this one. Really? Not yeah. that, not that he's doing like, you know, crazy stuff on stage. It's just, I get, I think he likes a mature audience. So I don't know. I have to see what the tickets are like. So should we talk more about uh, the eBay story, update that, or you want to talk about the Barry Game Exchange, Canada's largest video game swap? Uh, let's go into the Game Exchange. Why not? Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Since it was uh, within the last week, and we have to talk about it this week or nothing. Mm -hmm. Another successful event. I was extremely happy with this one. Why don't we start with how, how your day went? What, how did you start your day? What time did you get up? Um, 
What time did I get up at? I got up at 7 a.m. Because that's when the kids get up. So I made them breakfast. Then let the wife sleep in. She got up. She got ready. I got ready. And then I left the house at 9 o'clock. Or roughly after that. And I was up at your place by 10.30. And yeah, I walk much. up to your door. Or no, I texted you while I was on my way going, uh, when I was close by, I go, two minutes away. No reply. <laughs> Pull into yeah. your driveway. What do you want to have the red carpet ready? What? Well, I expect you to be outside waiting for me. Mm, no, because that was still wicked early. So, so no reply. So I pull into the driveway. All right. Garage door is closed. Bill's not outside. Big huff and puffing. So I shut shut the car off. Go up, knock. Bill answers the door and just stands there looking at me. Like, what do you want? And he grudgingly invites me inside. Um, his youngest daughter is in the, the living room watching TV. And Bill is in the midst of organizing last minute what games he wants to bring for Tradesies. Mm, yeah. Because we have lots of time. Yeah. Well, no, not lots of time. We've got to get there like an hour early, like anything else. Mm, didn't have to be there an hour early. Because there's not a lot of VIP tickets uh, doled out. There's enough to make it a true VIP experience. So we had that. So there's no need to rush around. You were, you know, 1030, an hour early. And uh, I said, hey, you can come up earlier if you just want to hang out or whatever. And then I had to like browbeat you to come in the house. Uh, you seem very uncomfortable as uh, a lot of monarchs do when they walk into uh, a lower caste's house. It was my first time entering further into your house other than the garage or the bathroom by the front door. Yeah, you wouldn't even sit down. I'm like, sit down. Let's just uh, chill out for a bit. Oh, well, I, was, I was antsy to go. Let's get going. <laughs> Let's get going. What? And I don't know how you weren't ready with what? the games already. Like, you're doing last minute picks. No, I had them all. I was just uh, Bring them all. figuring out values. That's all. Bring them all. No, Worry about it later. Not that I even bothered to show them to anybody. So, anyways, yeah. So, you rushed me out the door at that point. After, I which, said, I, after which I noticed my zipper was down the entire time. <laughs> well, I never noticed that. Uh, but whatever. Hopefully your daughter didn't notice that either. <clears throat> I said uh, we had to get coffee on the way because that would be nice. If we're going to wait this long, we should at least have a coffee in our hand. Yep. So drove to Timmy's. And then drove to uh, the Red Barn in Barrie, which was literally probably, what, five minutes from your house? Oh, yeah. It's crazy close. It's so cool. Well, everything turns out for Bill. <laughs> yeah. Joe's got to drive two hours. Now, let's explain to the listeners that Joe has a bit of a, well, he's got that Italian blood running through him. He's got uh, a history of F1 racing, I guess, in his family. This sounds very and racist. <laughs> he likes He likes to drive like he's in his open wheel racing car. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, you got to hold on to the handrails when he's driving. And we pull into uh, see the driveway for the event center coming up on our left. And 
just Ed Joe, if you could just slow down so we can make the corner. We're not sure which driveway it is, but uh, he likes to keep it at the speed limit, even though we're going to make a turn here. So finally, we saw the right driveway. He whips on in there. <clears throat> Maintain speed through the driveway, at which time this woman down the way jumps in front of the car. Arms are flailing. Trying to get Joe to slow down. <laughs> So, slow down <laughs> what slow down okay sorry yeah and you know joe turns into mr meek whenever he's around a stranger like he's the most pleasant mannerly person alive oh oh my god i'm so sorry oh geez sorry about that oh okay no problem as soon as you then he steps on the gas and she turns around behind us and starts yelling at him again for going too fast in the driveway. Ooh, that's funny. Good start. <laughs> that's a good start. They were they were a little bit uh she was uh, conservative about the driveway stuff and the parking. Uh, I think you said the right word about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. No, 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 come on. We were worried when we first pulled in because we saw a ton of vehicles in the back 40. So we thought, oh, geez, Joe was right. We should have been here an hour beforehand. But that was all the dealers. There were so many people who had tables there. There was a ton of cars because they all had shown up first to load their tables up. And we got there, and there was maybe six people in line. And you had to go in and register, which we, we were getting, did. And we were getting weird looks, too. You think so? Yeah. You're getting you you always get these vibes off people. So get, I, I was getting a stare down from a couple of people in line there. So yeah, we got inside and uh, who do we see first thing? Nothing but the big smiling face of Haji. Yep. So very welcoming right away. They signed us up. I think I paid for both of us. And you want to say right. that again? I paid for both of us. Who paid for both of us? Me. That's right. Bill making me spend money. Gas money to come up. Money for him to get into the show. What else? Lunch. Yeah, so let's keep a running tab on Joe here. So automatically he's down. Well, he bought the coffees too. So let's say five bucks in coffees. And he's paying 20 bucks at the door. Did you pay Haji then for that uh, Game Boy player? Yep. He got you? Yep. Okay, that was another 10? Uh, I used up, well, in total, I used up half a tank of gas. So that was another 20 bucks. Oh, you want to start off with the gas right away? Okay, so we're 20 plus so we're, uh, we're 35. 50, 55 bucks right now. 55 when we just signed in. You're down 55. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into line and then I'd probably say what five minutes later, uh, Derek from the two dorks shows up with his cousin. Yep. Justin. Yep. It was, it was weird though. I went to shake Derek Tan. Hey Derek, how's it going? And he looked at me like he didn't recognize me. Took him a second. I think to, Oh, it's, it's Joe. Hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> you had the big stc pod shirt on yeah but why is that shocking you don't show up to any events where to, to meet people i talked to him at the last game exchange for what two seconds no as you duck in and duck out 
Come on. So don't be surprised if no one, he, Joe all day, no one seems to recognize me. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. How are they going to recognize you? So yeah, Derek uh, and his cousin showed up and the line started to grow. There's lots of VIPs showing up. Would we wait the whole hour there? The door's open. Oh, just before the door is open for us to go in, that's when uh, the Mars train shows up on Mars time, right? Yep, shows up. Uh, him and his lovely wife, Sarah. And right before we're about to be let in, so he has to go in and pay for the VIP. And then they start letting people in, so he's already in there, first in line. Now, that we got to back up and talk about that strategy. Have that you ever some, seen that in action before? That took cojones to do that in front of all these people. <laughs> he walks in front of everybody to go sign in. And as he's done signing in, the gate opens to go inside the venue and he's already at the front of the line. Wow. That had to be planned out. <laughs> Woo. Jeepers. What would, what would happen if that, if someone tried that at one of your big uh, TF shows? Uh, well, that's not how it's run. So cause the TF ones, you got to pay, you pay. And then there's already a huge lineup in the hotel, lo- uh, hallway. So you don't have any choice. You they'll send you right to the back of the line anyway. Yeah. So we got let in and then, uh, we went directly to, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh's table. With Canadian Retro, which was directly across from Miles and Catherine's table, the Flock of Nerds. Mm. And uh, Wilson was beside them. Yeah, that's and right. We were checking out all their stuff, checking out the bill bins. Did you buy anything right away? No, Josh gave me um, the charger for my DS. So oh, right. That was very nice of him. You stole that right off his table. Like, hmm, I think I need one of these. Josh, would it be fine if I just take it without paying you? Of course, Joe, take it, please. That's not how it went, but whatever. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I, I believe I said that. I believe I said that. <laughs> and he gave me a 30-pound novel with, for uh, as well, a gift. I'll teach you for buying stupid Stephen King books. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was nice of him. I, I enjoy that. It was a first edition, by the way. Sounds cool. That uh, means nothing. Uh, and yeah, I don't think it does. But um, did I buy anything right away? Uh, I bought a I bought a empty case from Miles right away. And then um, at some point later, I came back out of respect and bought a game off of him. What was it? The uh, oh, the Transformers Beast Wars for PlayStation. Bought that off of him. Mm. Out of respect. What? Out of respect, why'd you buy an empty box? Because uh, I need oh, well, an empty, uh, empty case, a game case. Because I needed one. Mm. Yeah, so we tried to move around uh, in that first half hour because it's just the VIPs in for a half an hour. So you try to scope out as many tables as you can to uh, get some deals before the gen- general population get in there. I think we failed at that, though. Dude, probably. Well, we failed because we got chatting with people for sure. So you get bogged down and, uh, we didn't see enough. And honestly, uh, to be honest with you, 
probably the first hour I didn't pick up anything. I was like wondering what, what am I doing here? I'm not yeah, seeing... that's, that's the norm for you. You don't realize that I do. Cause I've seen you in action at uh, three game shows for, by now. That's the, uh, that's the bill MO walking really? around. I got to scope every table out first before I even start thinking about what I'm going to pick up. <laughs> hmm. And uh, by then everything good is gone. Is that what's going on? Well, th that's what happens. You don't realize that, but that's what you do. Cause I'm watching you. Hmm. Well, that's I didn't find anything for the first, probably the first hour. And, and I didn't, I didn't have an agenda for myself. So for me, it was just yeah, walking around this, whatever caught my eye, I would buy. And it's information overload. It just, it is a mass of just thousands of games, game systems, game guides, artwork, like everything to do with video games. is just a massive mass of stuff it's crazy you know i i walked around for four hours and i checked out some videos of the show afterwards and there's stuff in the videos that like i did not see that where did that come from it's just so much stuff mm. so after a little while uh we took a break and what, we have to unload some stuff? I had that novel in my bag, so I wanted to unload that. Yeah, you were complaining, so I said, all right, let's go <laughs> empty your bag out. Yeah. Actually, so by we, then, my, my bag was full, too. Yeah, I had some stuff. I'm not sure what I had, but it, would, it was good to uh, unload some stuff. I think we had that uh, big Zelda book, too, by then. Uh, which we, uh, oh, yeah, we did, which was, yeah. Uh, for those of you that haven't uh, met Ryan or purchased from him, he's another great guy to, to check out. Always has great stuff at his table. Uh, Ryan, you can find him on Twitter at Ryan O Vision, right, Bill? Uh, yeah, I think so. Ryan O Vision, and he's the guy that uh, redesigned our STC logo. So yep. big props to him for that. So he gave us a great well. He gave us a great price on. Well, we both bought the same book and, uh, no, I had to negotiate a deal. No, I said, you picked it up and I go, oh, well, what if, uh, we bought both of them off you, Ryan? And he gave no. us a price and we jumped on it. We should get Ryan's wife on here to find out exactly what happened. Cause there was not a lot of Joe communication going on there. Just a lot of, uh, Joe's regular grunts and that Joe negotiating is basically him giving the dealer the silent treatment for an awkward 40 seconds. That's his negotiation. <laughs> They'll say, uh, he'll say, how much you want for this? And I'm like, well, I don't know about, uh, 15 bucks. And 40 seconds of silence. And he's just looking head down. He won't, he won't look the dealer in the eye. There ain't no looking in the eye going on. Just head down. And then he'll slowly turn and walk away from the table and he'll leave you there. And you're like, Oof, uh, oh, sorry, man. I don't know what he's just. Uh, that and then I'm, I, that I, have to, I have to go to Joe <laughs> and say, did you come to a decision? The guy is looking at you. 
then I go back and say, well, how about if we just do this for like 10 bucks? Yeah, I could do 10 bucks. Joey is going to do 10 bucks. Okay. I'll do 10 bucks. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So there's well, obviously, a lot of that. obviously I walked away because I wasn't happy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's not good enough. Yeah. You I'm going to do... I'm gonna walk away till you call me back. Well, that, I guess that's my job. We got quite a little uh, tag team going on then, I guess. Again, you manipulate someone to do your dirty work for you. Bravo. You are a master at it, man. <laughs> we make a good team. Come on. <clears throat> Anyways, Ryan Ovision, thanks for that deal. And uh, he had mentioned uh, to me later that his wife thought she, she got a kick out of our banter that was happening back and forth while we were trying to make a deal. Because I think she just got a kick out of seeing joe antics in person as anyone should so we took a break we went outside with derek and his cousin and uh mars and sarah to unload some stuff and that's where you had to dish out a whole boatload more cash yeah we did some uh dirty trunk deals though these items were already pre pre pre-ordered on my behalf so derek uh yeah, once again, Derek, I, I know I said it to you already, but I'll say it to you again. Thanks a lot for everything that, that you bro-priced me and, and hooked me up with, especially uh, especially that Xbox. You stole that from him. You took that, money out of his... That is the tits. You took food out of his children's mouths, basically, with that. Not only did you get a modded Xbox with all the arcade action and some console stuff in there, he gave you an... Uh, a larger hard drive to fit all that shit in <coughs> 4,000 games. Wasn't it? Yeah. He did a great job. Like, I mean, that is awesome. Don't worry. It's, it's uh, I don't forget these things. Well, it went to such a worthy, worthy uh, person as Joe, you know, it, tell me how much you've played that so far a week later. Uh, I've played it three times. No, no. Since it's been home. Yeah. Oh, twice. Hmm. Actually, right before we were recording tonight, I was playing uh, the arcade game Popeye. Okay. Used to play that back in the day. Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm happy. Yep. So Derek took all my money. And uh, I took some things from him. And Did you buy anything? I got a, a controller off him. Oh, the GameCube uh, one. The uh, orange GameCube? Yeah, I think that's about it. But you you got the Xbox, you got a controller, you got... uh, Is there something else from him? Anyways, you had to lay down a whole whack of cash on him. So I think by this time in the day, halfway through the day, you're down... What are we at? Down 150? Um... Well, we don't need to do exact totals, but <laughs> uh, no, you got to cook the books. Uh, about one forty so far. <clears throat> uh, with that book, one sixty. Huh. I was just thinking, though. I think I had ordered a GameCube controller off of Derek. Yeah, you did. Did I get you it? Got a black one? Yeah, you got a black one. Where the hell they put it? You saw it in the box. I'm sure he got it. 
Oh, that Twitter that just went off was from uh, our buddy Stephen Eider, who's out thrifting right now at a value village. And he put up a picture of a of a very dusty original Xbox with uh, two controllers. So West Coast Value Village, what do you think they price that at? Uh, West Coast prices. It's like their housing. I'm going to say, what, 35? <laughs> they got your magic number is 69 on there. Wow. <laughs> 70 bucks for an Ridge Xbox. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So oh, anyways, there is there. Wow. Back to the show. We went back inside. I was really shocked that you didn't have to, uh, you weren't sneaking food somehow. What do you mean sneaking food? Well, you went like, this is like two hours without food for you. What were oh, you I was feeling? starving, dude. Were you getting wobbly in the knees? A little bit. I, I bought a Coke, though, from the vending machine, so I got the sugar rush to push me through. But when I got home, by the time I got home, I was, like, dizzy from hunger. <laughs> dizzy from hunger. <laughs> yeah, went a, full, went a full day without lunch. Well, we were scrounging around. Uh, I was digging underneath some tables, and I thought I saw the glint of a, a ColecoVision paddle, mm-hmm. so I moved some I'm gonna stuff. Stop you right, I'm going to stop you right there. You and Kevin were talking about some bullshit in one of the aisles. <laughs> I'm walking ahead of you guys, and I look down and point out to you, hey, Bill, look, there's a ColecoVision complete in a box under a table. There's no way that what? happened. I didn't see that. <laughs> Where's this? And then you dump, dump, dump. Oh, look at this. So there you go. Just like I promised you. No. I would not buy another Coleco for myself. The next one that I found would go to you. That is fantasy. I discovered this. I was down there. I pointed it out to you. This is what happened. I don't think so. You got, there's my promise. So I can buy next Coleco vision. I buy is for me. (laughs) Yeah. You can have the next Coleco vision. It was down. It was in a, it was in an old box and it had uh, one of those roller trackball. Uh, peripherals on top of it so you couldn't really see the console underneath that's why luckily i caught a glint of the paddle in the corner of my eye when i was down there and it was dusty and it was uh it was dusty and dirty and i asked the guy hey, what's the deal with the is this a ColecoVision or what's the deal with this thing this this plastic massive plastic down here and he's like oh I, you know what i don't even know i got a part of a bundle uh it's untested i have no idea and so that to me is the door is wide open at that point. So I'm like, oh, well, it's untested. Look at, this has got to be a $10 deal then, right? Mm, oh, I don't know about $10 that has, and he had a, he had a mitt full of instruction manuals for ColecoVision games there too. So he's got all these, uh, I don't know. It's got the paddles is, I don't should be more than that. And he said 20. I said, well, I, Let's just cut it down the middle. Let's go 15. You know, it's untested. I, I'm taking a hit here. And he's like, no way. It's got, it's got all the manuals. I, how about if I take the manuals and then you still have it for 15? But how about this? Let's throw the trackball thing in and I'll take it for 20 bucks. And then you kind of win and I kind of win. We're all happy. So he took that and that's how I got 
a ColecoVision, finally. One that's not completely rusted inside. You're welcome. So that came with uh, the power supply, the uh, RF switchy thing, uh, two paddles, and then the trackball thingy <clears throat> actually came with its, it has its own uh, power source, uh, some kind of line that you, because you can put your controllers in that paddle thing instead of putting your controllers in the Coleco thing, like as a holder. Right. And then they still all daisy chain all together. Anyways, it had all of its parts, which was pretty rare, I think. It even had this little extra power plug adapter so you could split off the power and the controllers to an Atom computer. Had all that, so that was exciting to have all that. That meant I had to uh, run out to the car again because I had another box full of stuff. Oh, I guess we should we should mention that story about uh, and you know all of this. You can see a lot of this in our uh, pickup video and our walkthrough video of the Berry Game Exchange on the Start to Continue YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, remember when we had the Zelda book? We were still we were over there at the Flock and Nerd Stable. Well, yeah. Well, then what happened? And uh, I, I was making some kind of deal with Miles or talking with him or something. And uh, oh no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I don't remember. I think I was uh, checking out another table. Yeah, you, you told me about this afterwards. Yeah, I had nowhere to put this book. Right, I didn't want to put it all over his games, and so I kind of just I put it kind of standing up on its. On, on itself standing straight up on the edge of the table and i you know was still talking with miles and i saw buried on mars come over from the corner of my eye and uh you know he's remember last year when you and him were jostling around and stuff uh shoulders pushing against each other and all that there's some of that going on again it's like he put his foot in front of me and kind of pushed with his hip over and a lot of this going on and the book goes flying in the air <clears throat> crashes to the ground bashes one of the corners in in the book that brand new book is still in plastic brand new so the corner's all bashed in and he, he's picking it up and uh he's nice enough to pick it up for me and he's laughing at me big old belly laugh about the corner pointing it out and, you know, I, I asked him uh, to please not make fun of me and very politely asked for the book back uh, when he flew into a blind rage. I, <clears throat> he started knocking over all of Miles' stuff. I saw him throw our STC flyers, which were on their table. He threw them right at Catherine, right in her face, and she nearly fell over. And he went over to Wilson's table and he toppled that over. And it was starting to become quite a scene that was going on where I heard, I heard that he actually, uh, at some point as well, pulled his pants down and peed in the aisle. <laughs> you know, some of that was going on. It was getting a little, a li we didn't want, you know, the Berry game exchange to get a bad rep, right. And have any kind of problems with the ownership at the event. I have to get a shirt made for the next show. I don't know who recognized me or who didn't. So that's why I sort of followed you around a little bit. 
because a lot of people recognize a shirt. Like, okay, we went through Pam and Will's table because those two were uh, wheeling and dealing mm-hmm. big time games, right? Yes, they had a crazy table of like top shelf liquor again. Yeah. All out of my price range. <coughs> I think Kevin bought something off of them. But uh, again, I was very polite. Walk up. Hey, Will. Hey, Pam. And I got like this weird look like, who is this guy? <laughs> and then you just say, oh, uh, there's, you made some comment, I guess, to uh, get my name out there. Because you saw me looking at a game. You said something like, oh, Looks like Joe's eyeballing your whatever it was, <laughs> rule of rose or something like that. Well, let, what are you trying to say? You want to be recognized? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, at least when I say hi to a person who I know, I would expect them to know me back. Maybe you should appear in your own videos. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. Because <laughs> you've always been anti-appearing in videos, but you desperately want to be recognized. I don't desperately, just you in desperately. person, just in person when I'm having a conversation. Now I've been, just... I've been to you with these things, and you're desperate for someone to come up to. You. Hey, I know you, and I know what you do, and I appreciate you. You're dying for that. Appear in a video, man. No. I asked Will about his uh, selling his Saturn collection. He goes, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm not going to, uh, I think he said he's not going to bother doing completing any other collections. Right. He said he uh, didn't have the bug to hunt anymore, but then he, then he's on to some Neo Geo business after the show. So he's still buying. Hmm. He's still buying. <clears throat> so anyway, Pam, I don't know what I got to do to get you to recognize me. <laughs> I guess I got to, I guess I got to go through and get a shirt for the next show. Oh boy. I'm sure she recognized you. You're very intimidating. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You come out there with your chest all puffed up. You know, Will's a big workout guy. So Joe immediately alpha mails it up and. He expands like a puffer fish out there. Yeah. You know what the weird thing is? People believe you when you start spouting off. (laughs) You got to be the big dog. It's okay. It's okay. We get that. We all know these kind of people. So yeah, if when you just thrust yourself in there, she might just, whoa, what's, what's going on here? But I'm sure she knew who you were. Just like at the last show, when I started talking to her about what she had picked up, scared her in the aisle. (laughs) Uh, so what else happened we got to uh, talk about the end of the show you were answering to get out of there i bounced around 3 30 and the show finishes at four right yeah so so that's when uh that's when i started making my moves oh yeah yeah you made a big move at the end there yeah, you didn't seem very impressed by this in the video, but I'm still glowing over this deal. It uh, beside uh, Creepleet and Canadian Retro was a guy by the name of uh, Bowser's Fart Sack, and we see him at every show, and he's always beside those guys vending. And he had a bunch of consoles piled up, boxes, 
And if you recall, probably a couple shows ago, he asked if I was looking for anything. And I said, you know, if the stars align, a Wii U would be pretty cool nowadays. So he had a Wii U there, which was complete uh, inbox. And he had a price of $100 on it, which really caught my eye. Because nowadays, well, ever since Breath of the Wild came out, the Wii U's, uh, what little there were out there, just quickly vanished and disappeared. I had seen a used one at my local video game store, Power Up Gaming. A complete one, not in box or anything, but a complete Wii U. The uh, gamepad in the console and uh, the stand for $350 used. Wow. Now you can go into EB Games, you can get one used, an EB refurbished one. I think I saw it today for, I think it was 270 at EB Games. So when I saw this one on the table for 100 bucks, I got pretty excited. But it had notes on it. So what what is the deal with this Wii U? And he's like, it's my personal Wii U. Deal is the HDMI port's blowing out of it. Can't get HDMI out. That's that's really weird. So yeah, one day, you know, it used to work and then it just stopped working. But I know that the component video outworks. So if you know anything about electronics or whatever, maybe you can take a chance on this and you know have a, have a go at fixing it. Maybe you can get the HDMI to work, but you still have the component if you want. I'm like yeah, but if you step up, you know, to a Wii U, you really want that full 1080p. Anyways, I walked away from it and I talked to Derek and his cousin afterwards because they're, they're tech guys. I mean, like digging into consoles and taking them apart and stuff and I asked them how, what the business was in an HDMI port, if it's a big deal to replace those. And they, they kind of gave me the impression it was a big deal. Lots of solder points and a big pain in the neck, but then again, still in my head, the component out still works. And uh, Derek's cousin Justin was like, mm, "How much is this for? A hundred dollars, eh?" And he's rubbing his chin because he was kind of on the lookout for a Wii U too. Like, look, if you want to go for it, it's that table over there. Uh, if you want to make the deal, go for it because I'm really on the fence for it. Anyways, I don't think they found it or they didn't go for it. But as I made my way around again at the exact end of the show. It was still there, and I asked him about it, and uh, he sa- I said, man, this the HDMI thing's just killing me. It's just killing me knowing that it's, that it's broken there. He's like, look it. Here's it's, the trip. It's my system. It's, uh, I know it's fine, except for that. I can go to $80. I, I said, well, uh, man, I, that's, that's cool, man. I really appreciate you. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, doing that for me, but uh, it's just, it's killing me. The HDMI thing. I'm like, if you were to say $60, you'd be forcing me to take this off your table right now. I wouldn't have any help. I wouldn't have any chance of not getting it. If you told me 60, you'd be forcing me to do it. He's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't go that low. Come on, but $80. So let's open it up and take a look. So open it up and take a look. 
and it's all there. No instructions or anything, though. But he's got the console neatly wrapped in uh, Ziploc bags and stuff and plastic. And all the cords are neatly wrapped. And, you know, the sensor bars there. Everything, even the stylus is in the thing. And it's all pretty, like, scratch-free. The, the control pad is no scratches on the screen at all. So again, I'm like, oh, this is good, man. Like 60 bucks, let's do it. I'll take this out of here. It's the end of the night. I don't, I think I barely, that's probably all I got on me is 60 bucks. And I'll make sure I use lube when I <laughs> give it to you up the butt. That's only $20 off his offer of 80. No, no, it's not no. that far. I didn't yeah. go 40. No, no. You've, you're going 40 because he has it up for 100 bucks. Yeah, but he went down to 80. So we're only 20 away at this point. So then he's like, uh, well, what do you, you know, do you do trades? You want to talk trade up trade with you if you want. And I still had a couple of those games from my DS purchase the week before. So I whipped those puppies out. I had a Pokemon diamond. Yeah, it was diamond because I traded Pokemon black, black to someone else. I still had the diamond and I had that, uh, dragon ball origins. And that other game that you might still buy from me. So one's worth 10, one's worth 20. And that Pokemon Diamond, you know, if you're, if you're good, you can sell it for 40 bucks. <clears throat> so I said, well, he didn't know about those other two games. So he didn't want those. He was after the Pokemon Diamond though, which of course is an easy sell all day long. And I'm trying to convince him it's worth 40, but he's like, no, you know, I'll, I'll put 35 on it and I'll have to sell it for you know, 25 and we go back and forth and all that. Well, ultimately we come to a, an agreement between the two of us. He's going to take that Pokemon diamond and I'm going to pay him the $60 I offered for the Wii U with the blown out HDMI port. So we make that deal. We're both happy. I'm walking around with the, the Wii U box and, Everyone's patting me on the back. Hey, welcome to the club. A Wii U, way to go. Woo-hoo, yeah. Felt like a hero walking out of there. Even Will's like, wait, welcome to the Wii club. So that was cool. And we went out uh, for supper later to uh, Uncle Bob's Buffet in Barrie. And that was, it was really, really good. I got to give them credit for that buffet. It was really good. And we were talking about the Wii U the whole time, you know, and Canadian Retro's like, this an HDMI port, you know, you know, how rare is that? And the guys knew before how I had a PS3 before too, where if I just unplugged the HDMIs and swapped the ends, it would work. So I'm like, Oh, I'm hoping that that kind of thing works. Like, yeah, maybe that'll work, you know, but you still got the components or whatever. I take the thing home and pick it out. And he had told me component out still work. I open up the box and there was no component cables in there. There was composite cables. So I'm like, oh, no. He wasn't talking component. He was talking composite. I won't even get 720p out of this thing. However, I have to test the HDMI, though. So I plug it in. Well, I plug the uh, comp- component. I had my own component cables for, the, for a Wii, which is the exact same connection. So I plug that in. And I get picture up on my screen and um, I got to 
test the HDMI. So I go into the settings and I turn on the HDMI output and what resolution you want. And I hook up the HDMI cable and it works, works flawlessly. HDMI out for 1080p. I don't know. Maybe he had a power outage and his settings reset and yeah. which turned off the HDMI setting. Yeah, it sounds like something must have got <clears throat> reset. But I wouldn't have even thought that, like I would have just tried to plug in the HDMI and test it just like that without even going into the menu settings. And I was like, oh, I guess he's right. HDMI doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so I packaged it all up because we had to do our pickup video, of course. Uh, but then today I took it all out again today and set it up. And this time I even used his Nintendo branded HDMI cable because I thought, well, maybe his the Nintendo cable went out, whereas I had a good cable. But even his Nintendo cable worked perfectly. So a hmm. little bit of good luck on my side. And uh, a big thank you goes out again to Bowser's fart sack for the great deal. And I'll be looking to do more deals with him in the future. He's a nice guy. Check him out beside the Canadian retro and creep table. And I also tried the uh, ColecoVision. It took a long time messing with the switch, you know, to find the right position of the switch to get the good picture out. But ultimately that worked as well. And a lot of button pushing. I had to, push those buttons a lot of time on the controllers to wake them up but they started working so that seems to be working the rollerball thing is for a game called slither looks like a lot of fun where your rollerball is controlling this cannon and then you can fire forwards up or down using the buttons so i'm looking for that game now which i went to my power up gaming store and they did have a cartridge of Slither for the ColecoVision, but they wanted $25 for it. So I'm just going to take a break and take a breath and uh, see if I can get it cheaper anywhere else. Now, there's a story of my two consoles. Are you really pleased that you got the uh, the Wii? Oh, yeah. I am, man. I am. I, you were not that pleased. You didn't like, weren't very excited, well, but I'm like, wow, I, I, I got this thing. You got it at a great price. I was just never really interested in that in that system particularly. So maybe that's just that's probably why I'm not like chomping at the bit saying, Oh man, I wish I had one for myself. But uh, I, I, I can't dispute that you got it at a great price. The kids are super excited to play it. We just gotta get some Mario Kart on there. You know, the Yoshis, Wooly World. Yep. All that stuff is gonna be great on there finally try out this splatoon business although i don't think i'll like it anyways the berry game exchange that was uh the best game show i've been to since i've been doing them just a very warm welcoming inviting and uh fun time it was great except for the yeah. lady who yelled at me driving in <clears throat> so i'm not i'm not just saying that because uh, we're friends with haji it was it just had a, an environment, an atmosphere of uh, just warmness. and. Yeah, I don't know if it was because um, they were at a, a brand new venue this year, the venue, the, the place that they've been using the last couple times uh, was sold, so Haji had to look for a new place. And I don't know if it was just the fact that this place was so 
Like it's literally like the size of a barn or that kind of dimensions, right? Really spacious, uh, high ceilings. It just seemed like there was, it didn't have that crammed in a hall kind of feel to it. You know what I mean? The, the tables were in the center. There's still lots of room around the tables. There wasn't like a low ceiling or anything like that. Um, it wasn't overly noisy because of that. Um, Super bright. Yep. Wasn't. Um, it was warm, but it wasn't that. Uh, I never really got that stank, warm feel that you normally <laughs> get after being into, uh, uh, you know, a game or toy show where you know two and a half hours in and people start smelling funky and you start getting sweaty and irritated because you're bumping into people every two seconds, plenty of room. It's just, it was a great venue. And I hope, uh, I hope the, uh, uh, the people that run the place were happy with how things turned out and Haji keep coming back. Yeah. Now I, I don't know how all the vendors feel about it. But I know for me, and I've talked to a few people that echo this, that time flew by. There wasn't a time where I thought, oh, it's dragging on, waiting to the end of the show to get the deals. I found the time flew by. And I don't know, it might be time to expand the hours because I would have loved a time, had a little, a little seating area, like a little picnic area inside where you could chill out and relax. I wouldn't have mind taking a time to uh you know pull everyone aside and have a chill out fest for a little while but in four hours you know i didn't want to miss any of the action so i stayed out on the trading floor the whole time but man i think it could have it could have went a little bit longer and everyone would have been happy I'd, again i don't know what the vendors think but i would have been fine with a longer time i'd like it to start earlier <clears throat> i could have been there from nine until four and enjoy the whole day and like take timeouts with people and you know kevin and sarah uh, can have their it should be a 10 o'clock start 10 o'clock for vip well we'll see what happens next time and uh you know i i just think there's more room to do more stuff like that that uh, sit down area was great you can even think about having some kind of panel or something happen i don't know anyways uh, congratulations, Nintendo Hodge and the crew behind the Barry Game Exchange. It was a pure win. Good work. And with that, I guess we got to end things because we are going heavy. So we'll give an update on the eBay story next week. There are There is news. Yeah, there I might have news. an eBay story of my own. Ooh. So there's lots to talk about coming up. And give people another week to uh, watch Brothers Grinsby to see all that uh, hilarity I was talking about earlier. Not a great movie, but there are some belly laughs there. Probably not. <coughs> uh, did you watch the last episode of Legion there? No, not yet. <sighs> Do it. Well, we were watching the whole thing together, and you jumped the gun on the last episode here. So Because I, I, I'd given up poking you to finally sit down and watch it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, enough is enough. 
Well, since I'm on my own this weekend at work, I will. Well, you do have your, uh, your girlfriend will be working with you. Mm. Oh yeah. Sexy Betty, whatever, whatever her name is. Uh, maybe I'll even get a blog article written this weekend. I seem to get lots of work done when you're not around or I'm no. not having to poke you with the sleeping stick, the 10 foot sleeping stick. Sometimes your words hurt. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone again for checking us out on STC pod start to continue podcast. Don't forget to check out our videos at youtube.com slash start to continue. You got to check out the very game exchange videos. They're, uh, they're doing good too. Lots of people are checking them out. They were kind of fun. They were shot by a professional. Actually, you did a good job, man. I could really see everything that was there. And uh, yet the camera kept moving. I thought you did a good job. That's because you know how infuriated I get when we watch uh, game show or game convention videos. And people are just flying by and you can't see prices and you can't get a good picture of anything. So I was, I did 16 minutes of solid, solid footage. Yeah, get ready on the pause button, you know, and pause it and check out the prices. You got to see a lot of stuff there, including steel battalion controller and pedals. You caught that. Damn straight. And uh, there's a Buried on Mars blind box, blind bag opening. That was cool. And uh, what else? You can follow us on Instagram, STC Pod, and uh, Twitter, STC Pod. And at AC Decepticon, which is me. All right, man. I leave it to you. All right, brother. We're out. We're Ghost. We're Swayze. Post it and post it. <laughs>